Where do we start this? And the answer doesn't matter. We're having a good time. Right. <laughs> he couldn't wait to get in here. You need sales balls to make sales calls. Sure. I'm tweeting that puppy. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Sell or Die podcast. We're your hosts, Jeffrey and Jen Gittimer. I'm the author of The Little Red Book of Selling and 15 other best-selling books and the creator of the seven-figure sales formula program. I grew up in Philadelphia, sold in New York City, but was smart enough to move to Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm the author of Sales in the New York Minute and creator of Breakthrough Business Babe Community. Fun fact, I'm obsessed with our dogs and consider them humans. If you have a dog, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Sell or Die is for sales professionals, salespeople, sales managers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to sell more at full price, earn loyalty, and have an unlimited stream of referrals. Every single episode is going to give you real-world, easy-to-implement solutions so that you can get your calls returned, your proposals read and acted on, all while creating relationships that you can take all the way to the bank. It's time to sell or die. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sell or Die podcast, the global premier personal development and sales podcast on the planet. My name is Jeffrey Gittimer, author of The Little Red Book of Selling and my newest book, The Sales Manifesto. And I'm Jen Gluckow, author of Sales in a New York Minute. We are interviewing leaders in business, sales, and personal development to give you the strategies it takes to make more sales and make more money. Strategies that you can take out into the street and turn into money one minute after you hear them. In a manifesto moment? Well, no, more like in a New York minute. Oh, time. thank you to all the diehards out there supporting us with listens and five-star reviews. Be a star on Sell or Die. Leave your own review. Come on. Go to your computer right now. Go to iTunes right now and write down, type down, talk down exactly how you feel about this podcast and how it might affect others. All right. I want you to enjoy today's show. Take notes and tell us what you think on our Seller Die Hard official Facebook group. All right, let's get to it. It's time to sell or die. Cody Bateman is the founder of the modern day relationship marketing movement. Say that five times fast. I modern know. day relationship marketing movement. It's cool. Listen, we have to get into that. First of all, understand this. The relationship marketing movement is older than most people realize. It has been renamed several times. And when you're the founder of it, it means two things. Number one, you got wisdom. Number two, you have age under your belt. Hell yeah. From experience of how to do it the right way. Yep. Because you evolve into that success. But I apologize for interrupting. Keep on going. He's the founder, right? Cody is the founder and chief visionary officer of Send Out Cards. And if you haven't heard of Send Out Cards, you may be living under a rock because <laughs> it's the premier relationship marketing service in the world today. Nearly a million users have used his systems to send more than, get this, 160 million tangible greeting cards and 12 million gifts, 12 
million gifts. Whoa. We've had about 500,000 of them. We've had, (laughs) we've had more brownies here than my stomach can handle. (laughs) And they're sent in over a hundred countries throughout the world. Wow. Cody's newest company is called Sendogo and it's an integration system to trigger the send out cards relationship marketing service to work with an existing CRM's Freaking cool. I love it. Now, we're going to talk about send out cards in a little bit, but I just want to state that for the record, anyone who signs up for send out cards must send me brownies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because they are literally the best brownies on the planet. And when the box comes from send out cards, the entire office huddles around. And if it's something else inside, we get very disappointed. <laughs> Yeah, what are people sending us mugs for? I don't we, know. We want we brownies. Want brownies. We want fat asses. We right. want brownies. <laughs> but here's the deal, Cody. You have made a mark by personalizing and customizing things in the favor of the receiver. And that's a monumental thing. I've gotten some send out cards from clients of mine, from friends of mine, from even from prospects of mine and fans of mine that reek of me. They have my picture, they got a book cover, whatever it is. It And here's the worst part. You can't throw them away. You have to save every <laughs> single one of them because it's all about your own. You don't throw pictures of yourself away, period. You don't throw anything away. Well, that's true. But I, <laughs> I definitely save the send out cards. And the deal is you have created a function in marketing and in relationship marketing that people will actually talk about. Hey, I got this card with my picture on it. Hey, I got this brownie in the mail today. And that creates the relationship. I mean, that's the that's the whole process. Well, we'll get into that. But first, I want to start off with your book, The Power of Human Connection, How Relationship Marketing is Transforming the Way People Succeed. And in your book, you talk about the first thing you open up with, you talk about karma and how the original title was supposed to have karma in it. And you removed that. Can you talk to us about that? So is this a is this a uh, PG or rate? What, what whatever you want. We're ready for explicit. E for explicit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know, we live in a crazy world today where people get offended if you say hello the wrong way. So you know, you got to be careful. But yeah, we're very yeah. sensitive over here in Charlotte because we came from New York. <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, you know, you hear the word karma all the time, and and uh, I actually kind of started out in the in the introduction of the book. We, we were originally going to name the book something around karma, and it really came from the concept of you know when I say karma is a, how do you finish the sentence? If I say karma is a, what do you say? I'm going to make you say the word. So karma is a what? Bitch. There you go. So <laughs> everybody knows you. that. I mean, everybody oh. knows that phrase. Karma is a bitch. The reason that people think karma is a bitch is because we live in a negative world. And so 87% of everything you hear is negative. So typically people are sending out negativity. And so the karma of negativity is, is a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's why people say karma is a bitch because it's, it's kind of got a negative connotation. With the new age way of saying it, though, they used to say in the early days, payback is a bitch. And that morphed into karma. Exactly. But when we were coming up with this concept of writing about relationship marketing, you know, I was having some fun with one of my colleagues and best friends, Dave Smith, and we were talking about this whole karma thing. 
And Dave, he's kind of a smart aleck. He says, well, why don't you call it Make Karma Your Bitch? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I thought, you know, that's cool. Yeah, that's it is cool. cool. But then we started brainstorming and we thought, well, that's a little bit over the top. You know, a lot of people aren't going to like that. So what if we said Make Karma Your Niche? N-I-C-H, Make Karma Your Niche, which is really cool because the book itself talks about how to use relationship marketing in hundreds of different niches, you know, hundreds of different business industries. So make karma your niche was kind of a, a fun little play on words. But here's what's interesting is what we found was we did a little study with some uh, jacket designs, you know, the, the jacket of the book. And uh, every time we would put make karma your niche up against another business or sales oriented book, the feedback came back that make karma your niche was more of a new age type of deal versus a business book. So we kind of scratched the idea and came up with the power of human connection how relationship marketing is transforming the way you succeed. Because the whole book is about that. It's about human connection. That's what it's about. So we just put it on the title. You did the right thing. I agree. I love the backstory to that. So what exactly is relationship marketing? In today's world. Well, I say all the time to start out this uh, conversation, relationship marketing is about the first word, not the second. And most people have that mixed up. Most people think relationship marketing is about the second word. People are focused on what they can get out of life, not what they can give. But so I talk a lot about how, you know, the focus is on the first word, relationships. Everything is about creating relationship today. Marketing is secondary to relationship. And if you don't believe that in today's day and world, you're going to get left behind. It's not just about marketing and what you can get out of people anymore. It's not about a fancy sales pitch or how great you can close somebody anymore because people know about you and your product and service before they ever sit down with you. Right. In two seconds, they've Googled you before you ever walk in the door. That's right. right. So relationship is everything. And that's, that's how I always like to start the conversation. Relationships about the first word, not second. We talk about building relationship 80% of the time and sprinkle in some marketing 20% of the time, pretty much with everything that you do today and you'll be okay. So you now have this book. This book is in the hands of other people. How has that impacted your reputation in the marketplace as a direct seller? You know, my company, Send Out Cards, uh, uses the model of network marketing. Uh, that's traditional direct selling and, and, and multi-level or network marketing. We've been in business doing that model for 15 years. It's been very good to us. And, uh, but we have a very unique product for that model. Most, most products for that model are lotions and potions and things, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And I say that respectfully, but that most companies are, they have those types of products where we come along and we have, we have a greeting card and a gift system that helps you follow up with clients and customers. So it's totally different than any other network marketing company offering. Mm -hmm. So we came out with a book, uh, The Power of Human Connection. It really started to leverage what, not what the direct sales industry wanted, but what the marketplace wanted from us. What the marketplace wanted from us was a way to follow up with their clients. So we just leveraged that by by writing the book, Power of Human Connection, uh, how relationship marketing is transforming the way people succeed. And we feature stories from people, all different industries, all different niches, not just direct sales, but all kinds of different niches, which has really opened the door for sent out cards to get out to a lot more people. And, uh, you know, one of the great things about a network marketing company, if you have a network marketing company that has a product 
that appeals to non-network marketers, you got something. Yeah, we have- I agree with that. I yeah. totally agree with that. So I want to talk about your five secrets to relationship marketing success, because you go into detail in those in your book. But first, before we get there, you talk a lot about how in order to master relationship marketing, first, you need to master the relationship with yourself. So can you talk through that for our diehards? Well, if you think about it, that is, you know, everybody today talks about branding yourself and creating a personal brand and, and that's what you got to do. And you, you got to go out and look your best self and be your best self, present your best self today. And, and everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about creating your brand. Well, if you're going to create a brand, you got to know who you are. I mean, you got to like, who are you? Like, what is it that I have to offer the world? Mm-hmm. Well, part of creating a personal brand that you can take to the marketplace is knowing who you are, having a relationship with yourself, being in the field of personal development, nourishing positivity into your soul each and every day so that you can bring out the best you there is. We say in the book, in fact, I got five chapters in this book all about personal development, a relationship with self. And what we talk about is find out who you really are. And then give yourself away to other people. That's what relationship marketing is. Find out who you are, the best version of you, the best you in there. But Take the best you, version and do that. Yeah. How do you find out like, okay, so I can imagine a diehard sitting here listening right now and being like, okay, I think I know who I am. But like, how do I know if I know? Well, that's uh, get the book and read the last five chapters. There you go. <laughs> yeah, bingo. <laughs> is there somewhere they can start? Like, is there something yeah, they can absolutely. do? Absolutely. You know, I'm a really, really big, first of all, I'm very, very big on personal development. We got a lot of, uh, and I'm a huge student of personal development. In fact, both of you have been on my podcast before, and we talked about this, how personal development is such a big part of our lives. Everybody, including you, including me, needs a little help, even if you have trouble admitting it. You know, it doesn't matter how long you've been in sales, the more you learn, the more you earn. It's just that simple. And if your sales needs help, it may be time to consider the Gittimer Learning Academy. It's the fun and easy and gamified way to brush up on sales fundamentals and learn some new advanced strategies to close the next deal. You know, sales, closing, that's what it's all about, or creating the atmosphere where the other person wants to buy. We have hundreds of hours of lessons on closing, referrals, prospecting, you name it. You won't find a more comprehensive library of sales knowledge anywhere on the planet that you can actually use one minute after you learn it. Go to GittimerLearningAcademy.com today and sign up for a free demo. I love free, and so will you. But you want to start there. You want to start with your personal development, read good materials, listen to good materials, attend good events, because it's going to trigger things within yourself. I say that there's two, I use the word promptings a lot. And I say there's two kinds of promptings. There's the inner prompting, which is who you are. And the outer prompting is what you do with who you are. So the inner prompt is that inner voice that speaks to you each and every day. And you've got to do things to nourish that. So now send out cards. You can send a card to somebody every day. Sending out positivity to others is a great way to get started. Reading good books, listening to good things, attending good events is a good way to get started. Huge on affirmations. Huge on affirmations. I'm a, I, I call them I am statements. They're critical. They're important. In fact, I do online workshops just on I am statements and how to do them and get your language right and 
drilling down and getting your core purpose statements. That's all core. And it's all in the book. All that stuff is in the book talking about finding the best version of you. And when you find it, how do you maintain it? Well, again, maintaining it is a, is a lot the same of, of how you find it. You know, maintaining it is staying on that positivity course. I remember, you know, on, in the podcast with you, Jeffrey, you were talking a lot about how you make a decision every day to be happy. You know, I, listen, I wake up and I, I don't care. I love your attitude because you're like, I don't care what's going on. I'm making a conscious decision. I'm going to be happy every single day. I don't care. Now, that's, that's powerful stuff. And that's how you keep it going. It's little things, not big things. It's little things that keep that positivity nourished. Habits, create good habits. Wake up in the morning and read something good. Go to bed right before you go to bed, read something good. Calm your mind down before you go to sleep kind of stuff. Just simple things, just little things that make it happen. The challenge is to create the habit of being happy and executing the choice of being happy. And you're allowed to have a bad moment you just can't have a bad day. Mm -hmm. Everybody has bad moments. You know, I banged my car on the side of the fucking parking lot the other day, and it was a bad moment. Right. <laughs> I walked downstairs and I was like, what happened to your car? <laughs> <laughs> I just turned the corner a little too soon. Big deal. So, but it's a car. Who cares? Right. You're fine. Who cares? And it's, you can choose to, you can you know, throw a, a brick up against the wall or slam a door or swear a couple of times, then it's over. That's right. And most people can't get over it. Hal Elrod just came on our show and he talked about, this was really interesting, how he has like a five minute rule for being upset. So like if something is upsetting to him, he'll allow himself those five minutes to process those emotions and to get it all out there. And then after that, he's fine. And I love that. Yeah, I love it too. I love that rule. We talk about it all the time. Give yourself permission to be, you know, to vent and to get stuff. But the five minute rule, that's, that's a great rule to have. <laughs> but I think the other part of that is I mean, most people, when you say five minute rule, you're thinking, well, I got five minutes and then I got to get back to being, being happy again. <laughs> but I think there's a key to the five minutes. It's yeah, okay. It five minutes. You know, let it all out, man. Exactly. Exactly. As an entrepreneur, and I consider myself a businessman, not really an entrepreneur, because my dad was a businessman. My grandfather was a businessman. So I just followed in their footsteps. I have a rule. If you fuck up in our company, I give you $100. That allows me to vent a little bit about how <laughs> pissed off I am, and then I can get back to my business. <laughs> but think about the guy who goes home or the woman who goes home and says, well, what happened at work today? Well, uh, I got $100 for <laughs> fucking up. <laughs> and when I, I first did it on accident, literally, and I got a call from one of my employees' fathers. Whoa thanking me for doing it <laughs> and because it's literally it saved her entire feeling about herself and I just kept doing it after that and that was over 20 years ago yeah everyone and, wants the hundred it's so funny oh yeah. They're, they'll be like did I fuck up enough to get the hundred bucks no <laughs> <laughs> no but <laughs> but it the, happens every but once the, in a while that's the challenge and you have to set a happiness bar inside of you in order to be able to understand that it doesn't go below that. Mm. There's no reason for you to go below that, regardless of your politics or your relatives or your spouse or your employees or your coworkers. You don't go below your own bar, period. There's no limbo. And, and you don't go out to the bar because <laughs> right, right. that doesn't do you any good either. 
Yeah, I think I'll go get drunk. Great idea. While you're doing that, by the way, while you're going out to the bar, I'll write a book. Right. (laughs) All right. So in your book, you talk about the five secrets to relationship marketing success. You don't need to give us all of the secrets, but what's your favorite one that our diehards should take away from this? Can I make one? Can I tell you my favorite? My favorite is staying top of mind because that is the hardest thing to do. And that is at the core of your company. It's at the core of your process. You can send a card out to anybody any time of the day or night and go, hey, I was just thinking of you. And even though you're a jackass, I decided (laughs) to send you this card. I I would leave that part out. Well, but yeah, but the, you, could, you know what? I have friends you could say that to, but, but I think that you're looking at, uh, they may need you at some point or need what it is that you sell. And whether it's a copying machine or a refrigerator or a car, you're top of mind. Yeah, no question. Well, part of being top of mind too, is a lot of, a lot of those other steps, like the three-legged stool, you know, the three-legged stool talks about, you know, appreciation is one of the stools. You got to, you got to appreciate and love on your people all the time. So that's one of the legs of the stool. Having impeccable customer service is one of the stools, one of the, one of the pegs on the stool. And I think that's important is that, you know, it's great to reach out to your clients and your customers you know, and appreciate on them and and send thank you cards and all those kinds of things. But you got to go above and beyond in your customer support of anybody that you do support in any business that you support. I mean, you got to go a level higher. So in other words, and and this is what's interesting. In fact, I think the guy, Andre Perdue is the guy's name that actually talked about the three-legged stool. And I kind of put that in the book. And he runs a he runs a car shop. He actually runs a car shop where they repair cars. And he utilizes this three legged stool, you know. And the, and one thing that again, the one thing is impeccable customer support. But here's what he said. This is interesting. He said they started implementing the appreciation service using send out cards. So they would really appreciate on their customers. They'd send thank you cards. They'd send birthday cards. They'd send holiday cards. They do everything, you know, all kinds of. And that helps you stay top of mind and the whole thing. But here's something interesting that he said is that the more we did that, and I started getting my employees to actually do it, the more we did that, the more we wanted to be better at the service we provided. Wow. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, so appreciating people made us want to be better at what we provided them. And so everything just kind of lifts with that. So I really, I love that. that. That's awesome. So diehards go to a Burger King and then go to a Chick-fil-A and tell (laughs) me which person likes to serve you and which person will smile at you. You know, at our Chick-fil-A, the line at lunchtime is like, it blocks traffic on the street. Okay. On like a major street. Right. And so I may or may not have gone there this weekend while Jeffrey was out of town to pick up lunch. <laughs> and <laughs> let's just say I did <laughs> for okay. all intents and purposes. And they now have people standing outside. So you don't order anymore. I don't know if this is at every Chick-fil-A, but you don't order anymore when you get to the machine. You order the second you pull into the line and they come over with a tablet and they're so excited to greet you and they're standing <laughs> outside in 95 degree weather, like getting a sunburn and they're just happy you're there. Yeah. They're going to up it, though. They're gonna, probably going to end up giving you a cookie or a chicken nugget or something like that. If they're smart, they'll feed you <laughs> I mean, a little a, bit. A personal, like an actual greeter is standing yeah. in the parking lot. Yeah. How well, and I'll tell you, that? it's so important. See, this. they're smart. I'm telling you, they're smart because in today's day and age, 
you really need that. Let me just share something with you. The home service people, if you're listening right now, anybody in the home service business, now a lot, all of us are consumers of home service. That, that'd be home repair, yep. landscape repair, anything Water, like that. Yep. Garage door fix, you need your appliances fixed, whatever. It's home services. We're, listen, we're in an up market right now. So what's going on? There's high demand. So people are spending money right now. People are spending money. And so there's high demand for homes. I'm just going to use home service as an example. There's high demand for home service people. It is hard to get an appliance guy to come fix your fridge right now. At least it is where I live. It's really Us hard to too. get the appointment set up and yeah. going there because yeah. they've got a lot of business right now. And what happens is, is in an up market, people like in home service as an example, they get really comfortable. They get really comfortable and they start thinking that that business is just going to roll to them like that forever. Yep. And so they start to get, they start to treat their customers uh, with less respect, if you will. And they don't follow up like they should. And they have all the excuses in the world. And who cares? I got so much business anyway. Right. They tell you how busy they, they tell right. you how busy they are and who gives a shit. Right. That's right. And there's going to be a down market. Like I'm one of the old guys now, man, I'm 55 years old. So I've seen these markets and they're going to be a down market again. And boy, you better be creating relationships when the market's good because the market's going to go down again. And those are the people that are going to thrive when the market's down. So you want to be thriving when the market's down, because when the market's down is when you go buy your stocks. Exactly. <laughs> market's down is when you go buy your real estate. So your business has got to be doing good when you're in the down market. So make sure you're good to people in the up market. So what's one thing people can be doing right now to strength, to be strengthening those relationships? Well, again, I, social media is a big thing. I think, you you know, and I'm not a fan of social media. I don't like doing it myself, but I've got to, it, it doesn't matter. The whole world yeah. is, so I have to do it. But you want to, you know, reach out to people uh, on social media, comment on their stuff, you know, like their stuff, comment on their stuff, uh, do those kind of things. And I'm huge, as you know, I'm huge on the tangible touches, follow up with people, stay top of mind. The whole world's digital today, so it's important to go tangible. Whether you use my service or not, but do something, you know, send a gift, send something tangible. The reason that the greeting cards work so well, especially in today's market, is everybody's communicated digitally today. Mm -hmm. So yeah. when a card and a gift shows up in the mail, I open the card, I smell it, I touch it, I read it, I see it. If there's a picture of me on it, like you said, Jeffrey, I keep you it. You hold it? Right, exactly. <laughs> How on <laughs> earth did you come up with the idea for send out cards? Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's been a long journey. We send out cards. The concept's been around a long time. Business been around 15 years. It all started with a personal tragedy, actually. I um, in 1989, I moved away from home. I lived in Salt Lake and got a job offer in New York City, your town, New York City, to work for a large ad agency there. And I accepted the offer. And I was newly married at the time. Had a little baby girl and. And it came time for us to move away to New York. So we went over to my mom and dad's house, said goodbye to our family. And when we went to leave, I got we, we got in the car. My older brother, Chris, was a couple of hundred feet away in a lot adjacent to my parents' home. And he was moving some vehicles around. And we, we were in a hurry. We had to go. But I saw him over there. And I had what I call a prompting, an intuitive thought that I needed to slow down, stop what I was doing, go over to my brother, give him a hug, tell him I love him, say goodbye. Literally, that was the prompting. It was that specific. 
And I ignored it. I got in the car and drove away. I remember honking and waving at Chris. That's my, that was his name. And he waved back at us. And we drove away all the way across the country, moved in our new place. About three months went by. Everything was going great until I got a phone call in the middle of the night. It was like three o'clock in the morning. My mother tearfully let me know that my brother Chris had been killed in an industrial accident. He was electrocuted on the job and he passed away. And he was 29 years old. He had three kids, ages seven, four and two. So I get this news and the only thing I could think of. You didn't hug him. I ignored a prompting to say bye to him. So I made a promise to him that I would, when I had promptings, I would act on them and I'd try to do all I could to help as many people as I could do the same thing. And that's where the dream started to build what we have in sent out cars today. So I'd like to tell you that it was all about, I've got this ingenious idea of how to be a relationship marketing expert and guru. It had nothing to do with that. Absolutely nothing to do with that. It, it, I was just wanting to help myself and others act on the promptings, reach out in kindness. And then it became a relationship marketing tool. Thank you. That's for a genuine story. That. Yeah. that is a genuine story. And thanks. I think that we need to, and all of you diehards need to ask yourselves, what have you been prompted on that you never acted on? Right. And yeah. how is that creating a potential hole in your life that you can't recover from? And can you even hear your promptings? Because sometimes we get so caught up in life that we end up ignoring them for so long yeah. that you no longer listen to your intuition or your gut. And so this is like a nice reminder to hear that voice inside of you. Promptings are on hold in favor of Netflix. <laughs> Yeah. No. I talk a lot about that in my first book, it's titled Promptings. Promptings, your inner, inner guide to making a difference. Uh, I wrote that several years ago. It's been a bestseller. And I talk a lot about what you just said, a lot about, you know, we, a lot of times our, the promptings are always there. It's just, we suppress them with a bunch of crap that's in our life and they don't get out of there. Prompting also happens very quickly. So a prompting to reach out to somebody, yeah. it shows up and it leaves fast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You got to get in the habit of, acting on it when it happens, because otherwise it goes away. Yeah, I am a believer in what I refer to as the wind. You have to have it at your back at all times, and it will guide you where to go. Some people don't even know there is a wind. Jeffrey, that was the most woo thing you've ever said on our show, <laughs> and I loved it. I loved every minute of it. I love the way you two interact with each other. It totally cracks me up. He always like gets down on me for bringing the woo, but you just brought not just the wind, but the like woo wind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen, hey, that Cody, was awesome. I really, really want to thank you for this interview yeah, because this has been there are awesome. a lot of people that are going to be moved to do the right thing in the right way, some of which will probably result in send out card customers, but more importantly, that they will live their life in a better direction in terms of connecting with other people, staying top of mind and being who they are supposed to be in spite of what the shit of the world hits them in the face with and they have to deal with it. Yeah. No question. In fact, you know, what's interesting is that people go through stuff. I mean, even the most successful people that look like they're on top of the world and the whole bit, they go through stuff, man. They go through challenges and trials and tribulations and, you know, people go through stuff and you don't know that people are going through stuff. The only thing you have is a prompting act on it, because I'll tell you that, you know, my wife and I, we've gone through stuff. You know, it doesn't look like on the surface, like we go through stuff. It looks like we're all, you know, everything's great. We're successful. We're positive people. Your little daughter is now 30 years old. I guarantee you've gone through stuff. You've gone through stuff, man. And you know what? It just seems like at the perfect time, 
the perfect card shows up from somebody with the perfect message in it that helps carry us through. Yeah. We receive that. Not not only do we give it, see what you send out comes back. We send a lot of cards, but as a result, we receive a lot of them and we always seem to get them at the right time with the right message. That's it's just cool. incredible. Cody Bateman rocks. Hell yeah. He is by far the spirit of entrepreneur. He, he literally, he has a philosophy and a strategy that he lives and he works. And whenever you can put a hundred million of anything <laughs> in the world, you've done a hell of a job. Mm-hmm. This season, how many send-out cards did we receive? Oh, my God, so many. And those brownies, you guys, those brownies are so good. Do not send them to me. I will get too fat. Yeah. They are Uh, so good. (laughs) But our mailing address. (laughs) But but here's the deal. He's created something that other people actually want. Mm -hmm. And when you get the picture on the card, you save it. And when you get the brownie, you eat it. And it's all quality. There's nothing. No, we chintzy. fight over the brownie in the right. office. Just FYI. Okay, it's so, like, what the br- sound out card brownies arrived? <laughs> so diehards, think about this. What are you doing that creates a thought, a memory? Will people save it? Will people talk about it? And that's basically what Cody Bateman has done at his core. That's yeah. his foundation. I want to back up for a second. So diehards, another thing that you can think about in addition to that is this is a new year and how many promptings or callings have you had in your life that you've simply ignored because you just push them to the side? It's not the right time right now. I can't do that. I can't achieve that. You know, giving yourself a million excuses. Why not? So what Jen is saying is, yes, Cody Bateman has an amazing company, but what got him into the company is even more amazing. Exactly. And how many of you see the light and ignore it? Yeah. Because you don't want to take the risk, because you got a mortgage payment, because your car, because your kid, whatever. I'm challenging you, the 2020 may be the year for you to take a leap of faith. I can see clearly now. Uh, Jen. Sorry, it's just the 2020 thing and vision and seeing clearly. It's just like embedded in my mind that 2020 is the year that you're going to see it and take action on it. And it's going to be a bright, bright, sunshiny day. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, and this just, is why we're married people <laughs> by the way that song was in 1970 7-0 so that would make it officially a 50 year old song is that amazing or what it's older than I am uh, <laughs> but it is not older than I am <laughs> so the challenge that you have diehards for this year and we're sending you this this is a message of challenge we save, we had this, we've had this for a couple months yeah. now, but we felt that this would be the perfect new year message for you to take some inspiration, for you to get some ideas, for you to get your shit together and for you to go out and do something that is memorable for yourself and others. Yes. So that's all I'm saying. All right, you guys, if you found this episode valuable, please yeah, tell both share it on Instagram stories. Tag me, Jeffrey and Cody. Our guests need to hear from you how much impact they're making in your life because they're spending a good amount of their time here for nothing to help 
you die hard. And it's likely that you have received or sent a send out card. <laughs> so this is not a brand new thing or brand new message. Why don't you get a little bit more involved? Why don't you send somebody a memorable picture on a card mm -hmm. and make it a memorable day for them? Hell yeah. Until next time, I'm Jen Gittimer. And I'm Jeffrey Gittimer, her secretary. <laughs> and I'm reminding you to get out there and do what you feel is best for you in your soul even if your ass falls off. Thank you so much for listening to Sell or Die. We hope that this episode has helped you transform the way you think, given you new ideas, and provided you a new perspective on the sales and business challenges that you face every day. So you can get out there and win the customer all the way to the bank. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps us help more people just like you make a difference in this world. Don't forget to take a screenshot, share it in your Instagram stories, and tag us at Jeffrey Gittimer and at Jen Gittimer. See, See you, you next, next week. week.